Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. You need a Hummer? Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You are now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. That's the same person who, when you're standing at the urinal and there's a free bank of urinals to your right and or he, left, he right, goes right next right to you. Next to, he's like, "Hey, buddy, how's it going?" It's like I was doing great till you showed up. Like that's not good. But at least maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe he wants a peek at the goods. There's no reason to take a peek at the goods. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we have a big program today. NFL picks coming up at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Teddy, is it still football Friday? Are we still doing that? I mean, there's football tomorrow. I know there is, but right. I didn't know if the branding was still there. I believe that's done, yes. That's done. Yeah, we still have reaction Monday, though. So, well... Well, because for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So football so. Friday is done, but reaction Monday lives. I'm excited about I'm that. I'm just looking at Ted, and I just get a blank stare. <laughs> I, I thought it like, was done last week, but I'll, I'll double check. It's like, check oh, man, I don't do the marketing no. here. I just turn the knobs and push the buttons. Come right. on. It's, just, it's, so, it's so comforting when you look over at Ted, who is supposed to be sort of your guiding light through this chaos that we have three hours every single day, and he just I, stares back at well, you. Well, I thought it was done, but I was getting information that maybe it wasn't done. Who's in there with you? Was it last week? Was the last one? Yes. <laughs> who, who are you talking Timmy to? Timmy Hall in there? I don't know. Tim, just... Tim doesn't know. What are you talking to Tim for? Well, he's like the what trans transformative leader. Transform- That's what he is. Yeah. Transfer. Yeah. Sorry, transformational transformation. leader. Transformation. All right. So anyway, not football Friday, but join us Monday for Erection Monday. <laughs> Well, that's because we're trying to get rid of Alzheimer's, Mike. We're trying to do our part. Uh, What else did I have to say to you? Nothing, I guess. I guess not. All right, we're off to a good start today. (laughs) Off to a good start. Uh, Jackets lose to the Ducks in a shootout last night. Jackets, I thought, were off to a good start last night, getting the first goal. Yeah. And then and then nothing after that. Well, I mean, they they played fine, but you've got the next five on the road, and this team has struggled mightily on the road. You needed those two points last night, and you didn't get them. You got one. One's one's better than One's better none. than none. This is this is the theme of the show. One's sure. better than none. Now, <laughs> you had another goal right. that was wiped off for offsides last night, which I think is like six in the last month. And I love this quote from Brad Larson, or as we like to call him, Lars. My guy, my guy, Lars. I I understand that players use this phrase. I do not like it when coaches say it is what it is. And that's what Brad Larson said after the game about the goal that was wiped out. It is what it is. They're all different. These guys know what offside is. It's not like we have to go coach these guys about what offside is. Zach couldn't see the pass, talking about Zach Wierenski. So he's trying to look through, and by the time he looks, he's offside. 
It's frustrating. Heck, we've done it four or five times. What do you do? These guys are NHL players. I think they understand the rule. They just have to apply it. That, to me, is Brad Larson saying, "What do you do you want me to coach these guys like they're in peewee hockey? They know what to do. They're professional. I, I, I equate that almost to like an NBA coach saying, your free throw percentage is horrible. It's like, well, they should know how to shoot free throws. They're NBA players. I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's just some things when you get to that level, right, that you should be aware of and you should know. Yes, that's right. But if it just keeps happening, though, that's when I think the cattle prod needs to come in. I think you, you go off sides, they take you off the ice, and they prod your testicles. Mm, wow. That's what they I, should do. Don't You don't start with the ass? You go right? Yep, you go right to the testes. <laughs> I don't want to hear it is what it is. These guys know what the rule is. It's happened six times. Now you start the cattle prod. Yeah, I know. Well, I, they're, they're trying to be aggressive, though, so yeah, I, know I, I appreciate the aggressiveness, but you gotta you got to dial that in. I just, you know, I'm in a salty mood talking about this game because, you know, I wanted the Blue Jackets, obviously, to win and get the two points. They didn't, but played well for most of the game. But I'm salty because of this. I am just so tired of everybody who had a cup of coffee with this organization. When they come back in, they get a video. I just think it's so rinky-dink, and I'm so tired of seeing it. Sonny Milano comes in last night. Good-looking dude, nice head of hair, does some good puck tricks. Got it. He gets a video coming in for for the Anaheim Ducks. What's the video say? Failed first round pick and then a picture of Sonny, Sonny Milano's face. What are we doing? That's well. That's the crazy thing though is he's actually having a really good year. Yes, like, he's he's doing something for someone else. I mean, it's, he did nothing for you. It's almost I don't understand why. Like you said, failed first round pick. That's a guy you picked. He did not work out here. Why did he not work out here? We can go into a litany of reasons, and that's maybe for another time. But. The point being, he didn't work out in this city for this team. He's now elsewhere playing great. And then we welcome him back in because, I guess, out of our blue we rise or something. I don't know. Just throw that phrase in there because that makes sense. But, yeah, I don't I don't know what... What is the limit on that? Like, did well, if did Sonny it, Milano gets a, a video, there is no limit. Did Anthony DeClaire get a video? I mean... He should have. <laughs> what? He sh- what he should have. What is the line at this point? Well, I it's- remember when Wild Bill came in for the first time, and, sure, yeah. and and they had a video for him, and they asked him about it, and he said, "Well, I I scored one goal last season. I don't know why they're giving me a video. <laughs> yes, I don't know why we're giving you a video, but apparently, if you come in, order a cup of coffee at the Tim Hortons attached to the arena, you will get a video. That's that's exactly how it's going to go. I I uh. I will say this to bring back some positivity because, Mike, you know that's all I'm about with the Jackets. I, I know. Keeping it happy and positive. Let's look at this. A small bright side to take away from this last kind of run of poo. Alexander Texier is nine goals now on the season. That has surpassed yeah. his career and, total. And he's actually looking for his shot, and he's he's shooting the puck. He's not being shy. Now, we need other pieces and parts to play their roles as well. And certainly this... I think some of the, you know, offensive struggles you saw last night, things like that might get solved better when a Patrick Line is in the lineup. But overall, good to see Tex is starting to become a little bit more of the player we had hoped to see. Just, you know, again, I don't want to just look at goals and say that's the only thing you have to do. But 
in his position, it is one of the main things you have to do is be able to score goals, and he's starting to at least do that. So I'll take a small positive away from that. How about that? Now they hit the road for five in a row. Vikings beat the Steelers last night. I want to uh, congratulate myself yes, on you. the successful reverse jinx because I talked up how the Steelers were going to get this done. I knew that's what done. you were doing yesterday. I was trying. I was really talking myself into how this is going to be the Steelers. They're going to screw me over. The Browns need them to lose. They're going to find a way to win. And then last night happened. And listen, if you're a Steelers fan, all of your worst nightmares about what this team's failures and shortcomings are, they were all realized last night, right? Big Ben can't play. You can't block anybody. I can't. I shouldn't say Big Ben can't play. He did bring them back in this game, but it was too little too late because you got in such a massive hole to start because your offense was terrible because you can't do anything. And then defensively, you got run all over by this Vikings team. A team by a guy who had a shoulder harness on. Right. In and of itself, the Vikings are a team, you know, struggling in their own right. Might be firing their head coach at the end of this season, if not before. So, yeah, this that was a nightmare three quarters for this Steelers team. And then suddenly they woke up and started playing again, and they almost came back and tied it, but almost doesn't get it done. And I enjoyed watching them flail around and look stupid. Whenever we talk about, you know, close Buckeye games, whenever I talk about close Buckeye games, I, I mention the nervous poo that I sometimes have. That pit in your stomach, sometimes... Things have to flow out of your ace because the game is that tense. Thank you for describing. What well, poo I just, is. I, I just wanted to. <laughs> I want to paint that radio picture. You gave me the full. Descriptor. What is a poo? I don't know. Anyway, you know, as Buckeye football fans, we don't have a ton of those. Our nervous poo games are like, man, can you believe that was a two and a half possession game instead of a fifty point blowout, right? That's yeah. what we that's what we get nervous about. Buckeye basketball, there's more nervous poos, but you also have more games, and so you know that if you lose a game, it's not the end of the world. The Minnesota Vikings, they've played 13 games this season. Last night was the 12th time this season that they've been in a one-possession game. 12 times. That's unreal. And they've lost some absolute heartbreakers. Now, they came out with a victory last night, but... That team is one game below 500. Like you mentioned, I don't think Mike Zimmer survives this year. But just the heart attack every single week for that fan base must be maddening. Yeah, I, I can't imagine being a Vikings fan. I know we have a few that, that you and I know, and obviously Rothman is living and dying right, with dude, that team. I'm, I'm too drunk to be nervous, dude. <laughs> yeah, Torg's a big Vikings fan too. But, man, I... I I really enjoyed last night. This is one of those rare times where I get to see it where all of the NFL media has coalesced around giving some some dislike to Chase Claypool for just, what are you doing when you catch the ball, you know it's a short clock, you have no timeouts. He's stupid. Right, well, right. He's stupid. But usually when the Steelers do anything on national television, all I get to hear about is how... You know, the Steelers just built different. They do things different way over there. That is a rock-solid organization. You're exactly right. And they always talk about how great the Steelers are and how their legacy of success and all that crap. And that's fine. They've earned all that. But in this game, you saw one of their players do something absolutely stupid. Now, did it cost them a game or not? I don't know. It cost them a couple chances at the end of the game, though. And that's something that... 
if the Browns or the Bengals did it against the Steelers, it would be said, that's why those teams never beat the Steelers. There'd be this big high horse that everybody'd be on. When the Steelers do it, it's just, wow, that's weird. How did that chase club? Well, that's stupid of him. That's no, it's everyone can be dumb occasionally. Know, and the well, Steelers yeah. prove well, it. Well, Chase Claypool's dumb all the time. That's the thing about him. That dude has tremendous ability. And you and I roll our eyes when we see people described this way, when it's like when when people have nothing else to say, so they say, Well, you know, he's a football player. But deep down there is something to that label. The person saying he's a football player is trying to say, This guy understands the game, he's got a deep football IQ. Chase Claypool has none of that. Right. It's that thing where a guy is running into the end zone with 30 seconds left, and in, and he knows instead of getting the touchdown, which would give the ball back to the other team in a one-score game, he just takes the knee. Like, if they're leading by a point, you know what I mean? He'll just, like, slide down at the one and say, now they can't, they can't stop me, right? Like, that's football knowledge. That's a good thing to do, even if perhaps you could have scored the touchdown, and that'd right. be nice. It feels like Chase Claypool would be the guy who would go score the touchdown and just celebrate and not think, ah, but we left... 30 seconds and an eight point game. Now they could come back and tie it. That's you're right. It's just that football IQ that some players develop. Some players innately have some players will never get. People are talking about Jim Harbaugh today. We'll tell you why coming up next common man and T-bone on the fan. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Today is our last day for WWE Raw tickets. Four o'clock hour when you hear this. Woo! Call up Teddy. 614-821-9710. And the tickets are yours. Not now. In the four o'clock hour when you hear Ric Flair. Woo! Who, again, I just want to remind you, doesn't like Ohio State. I can't stand Ohio State. Noted Michigan man. Well, if they pay him, he is. <laughs> Noted whatever team you have that wants to give him a nice check, that's who he's a fan of. That's right. Mm-hmm. And remember about North Korea. I've wrestled in North Korea. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he had a... That was a great speech. For those who don't remember, that was early in the Harbaugh tenure where he brought in... A bunch of... It was signing day. Yeah, it was a signing day thing, but they had the Sklar brothers hosting it, which Mm -hmm. I didn't pencil Jim Harbaugh in for a Sklar brothers fan, but... He he doesn't know who they are. Okay, but brought them in, and then they had a bunch of random, kind of a tied to Michigan celebrities announcing picks, or picks. Announcing their commits, commits, yeah. And then (laughs) the Ric Flair speech was one of the best, but part of it was him... Like misidentifying one of his good friends was it Bubba Smith? Bubba who Smith, that's right. Was obviously in the Police Academy movies, played at Michigan State, and then he said, "I'll tell him, I'll tell Bubba Smith right to his face." And it's like, well, he's dead, Rick. So maybe, maybe don't bring up and that I know guy Bubba right there. Smith, I'll tell him right to his face. <laughs> that's that's a sober guy right there. It sounds like someone definitely not drunk at that speech. Josh 
New and Teles Lou. Yeah, I get to go to Michigan, and some yeah. guy that I've never heard of is going to butcher my name on the stage. Those recruits didn't know who the hell Ric Flair was. I know that, well, there's probably a decent amount that may have heard of just the woo and didn't know why people woo, like, or or maybe they did. Maybe they were wrestling fans, but yeah, that was not good. That was not a great Von appearance by him. Vert Hill. <laughs> Uh, people are talking about Jim Harbaugh today, though, because today he was named AP Coach of the Year. Uh, you having fun yet? Isn't this fun? This is fun. The rivalry's back, Harbaugh's a genius now. Michigan, they're all geniuses because they were patient. All you reactionary football fans wanted to fire this guy and have him start from scratch. And now, look at him. Uh, He's the a, AP Coach of the Year. Not only that, you got John Harbaugh out there like throwing shade, saying... He won't say it, but I'll say it. I told you so. Yep. This is what you get. Good times. Glad we're all here, right? This is fun. The rivalry's back. Or I would, what was more fun, that or the last 20 years? What's What was more fun for you? The last, I don't know, 12 days or, or 20 years that we've had with this rivalry? You tell me, because to me, the last 20 years was way more fun. Utter dominance by one side was way more fun than Michigan being good again and possibly having a chance to win a national championship. I just love, and again, I'm a salty Buckeye fan, right? But I just, I love how pretty much every single year Ohio State takes care of business. They go out, they win the conference, go to the playoffs, and when these Coach of the Year awards come out, nothing. Right? It's like, wow, well, they're Ohio State. They're supposed to do that. Michigan does that. <laughs> what award do you want? We'll make a new one for you. We what get do you a, want, Harbaugh? You get assistant coach of the year. Yeah. You get coach of the year. We're going to, I don't know, the the school president's going to get president of the year. I don't know. There's some good, everybody's more hardware getting it. for you. Meanwhile, here's, here's the state of college football, too, with these coaching contracts. I just saw, because Oklahoma has hired Clemson defensive coordinator Brett Venables to, to their post, and I saw his contract details, and I automatically thought, it can't be right. It should be double that. Because it's only six years, $43.5 million. That is actually fairly surprising. Yeah, I said, what, do they have a coupon for him? (laughs) I got to buy one Brett Venables, get one free. I better hire him. Well, don't forget, too, this is not just, it's not the fact that, you know, he's he's a highly sought after guy and all that stuff. It's the fact that they people have been trying for at least 15 years to hire this guy away, right? As a, to make him a head coach, because I want to say he was with Stoops, right, before he had Oklahoma. That's right, and he was before, making $2.5 million a year as a coordinator. Right, but uh, for years, I want to say even going back to the Stoops days, people were saying, oh, if you can get Brad Venables to be your head coach. I mean, there have been jobs, not not to this caliber, right, but certainly the last five years, this caliber of job was open for him. But prior to that, even, I'm saying he definitely would have got a look at the the group of five jobs that would come open so I'm surprised that that's all it took to get him away. Well, Maybe it's more the Oklahoma opportunity than yeah, the money. I'm sure it's some of that, and we're poo-pooing the fact that he's going to make $7.25 million <laughs> a, a year. But First-time head coach. Right, yeah. but as we also know, you know, they'll just rip this up in 12 months and give him a new contract. You're right. You're right, and that one may pale. In, the, the Michigan State deal may look like a bargain, right, comparatively, when we get to that, maybe in a year. If he has that team winning 10 or 11 games, but he's also going to probably have a little bit of the thing that Ryan Day goes through, don't you think? Slightly? Like, the the fact that 
Lincoln Riley has not left that program in a bad spot necessarily. There's a lot of talent still there. Now, some of the decommitments will hurt if they don't yeah, replenish. That happens often. But I wonder, will he get the, or maybe not. Maybe they will say, oh, he saved the program. It could have fallen. And then maybe he'll get coach of the year next year if they win 10 games. But all I know is when Ryan Day does it with some of Urban Meyer's recruits, that's like, ah, well, you're supposed to win 10 or 11 games. Nothing for you. You don't get any looks. You get nothing. You're just a good coach. Go figure. But I feel, I, I wonder if Brent Venables will get the same thing at Oklahoma or if he will be viewed as his own person standing on his own merit. Speaking of money, so Brett Venables gets $43.5 million over six years. Now, I don't listen to Pat McAfee, but I know a lot of you do. I saw today that he's agreed to a deal with FanDuel that will pay him $30 million a year. Wow. A year. Let, let, that, let him, him live. Li- oh, let him live is right. We, we, uh, we are glad to see people in our business make that type of money. Now, gel- insanely jealous. That is also true. But it's a good thing when people like that are making that type of money because that means there's more money in this business, and that's good. Well, and that's not even counting what he makes from other advertisers on that show. Oh, sure. You know, I mean, he's he's making millions of dollars a year on that show that have nothing to do with the FanDuel money. That's just $30 million to be the official gambling partner of FanDuel. Yeah, and I'm guessing the $30 million is for the entire show. Now, it's not just all going into his bank account, but... Well, as, oh, okay. Well, right, but Teddy and I were talking about that, and, and we were kind of discussing that, and it's like, you know what, though? So you, let's say you double everyone's salary. There's still going to be quite a bit of money left over for Pat to, I'm sure, make a lot of money. Who would have thought, man, that Pat McAfee would end up being, like, the highest-paid NFL punter in history, but it would have nothing to do with his NFL contracts? Like, he's making more money now wearing tank tops and getting Aaron Rodgers to talk about his COVID toe than he has ever made as a punter, right? <laughs> he doesn't have COVID toe. Well, you know what I mean. It's camel toe. Oh, sorry. I forgot. How dare I? $30 million a year. I am insanely jealous of that. And I love the guy, and I'm glad when he comes on our station, but how much does AJ get for just sitting there with a blank stare while Aaron Rodgers lays out all of his conspiracy theories? Does he get any money for that? I assume so. So there's a lot of money floating around. for free. Right. If That's he, what I mean. If he did, he's not now. I, would, I, would I mean, he, he reads this. He knows how much Pat's making. Good. And he should get paid for that. That's And he does a good job when he's talking. It's just sometimes in that all those Aaron Rodgers clips, unfortunately, just had AJ Hawk just kind of sitting there. And I can't blame him. I don't know what you say to some of that either. Cam Newton uh, doesn't want you to talk about the playoffs. And could Chip Kelly be going back to Oregon? We give you the latest. Is Leanna there or is she still napping? We don't know. Find out with us. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on I-71 southbound at Weber Road. Traffic is still backed up in this area. Plan on slowdowns coming from Cook Road. And 71 southbound between Cleveland Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is stop and go in that area. Plan on some backups. This traffic report is sponsored by Lowe's. Get in the holiday spirit at Lowe's Winterfest and save $30 on a Google Nest Smart thermostat. Was $129.99, now $99.99. While supplies last, valid through the 26th, U.S. only. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Colin Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. So Cam Newton is once again the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. They are coming off of a bye. They just fired their offensive coordinator. What's his name? Joe Brady. So he's dead. And he had media availability yesterday, and someone mentioned playoffs to him. Now, this team is 5-7, and seven, but they're still alive in the playoff race because everybody in the NFC is still alive. Even the Detroit Lions, with one win on the season, have not been mathematically eliminated for the playoffs. That is that is crazy. Yes, that is crazy, but the entire conference is like 6-6, six and 6-7. Six, six and seven. Panthers are 5-7. and seven. Cam Newton didn't want to hear it, though. Here's what he said. Can we please stop mentioning that word? I'm trying to get a win. Hell, I'm 0-2, all right? The most important thing for me is, yeah, we know in the grand scheme of things, but the reality is I'm 0-2. This ain't no Cinderella story. I'm here to win football games. I'm here to win. And when we win, everybody else gets promotions. And when you don't, a lot of people are going to get cut along the way. So that's just the harsh reality of the league that we play in. He was then asked if he thought, you know, he had something to do with Joe Brady getting fired. He said, do I think I have something to do with it? The competitor in me, absolutely, yes. Because the truth of the matter is, you don't lose your job because of success. But where I'm at now is doing what I can to control to make sure I have a job too. Let's be honest. I mean, I don't disagree with anything he's saying there, right? Like, stop bringing up the playoffs where we haven't won since I've been the starting quarterback. Let's get a win or two, and then when we go from there and we show this offense works, then we can talk about playoffs. I mean, I don't think that's totally out of bounds, right? No, I, I don't think it is either, and he's he's been awful. He's terrible. I don't think that's the he's the whole reason why Joe Brady got fired. He was out the door. Matt Rule's going to be out the door. Right. You think like, Matt Rule is back coaching this team next year? I don't. Not unless there is some miraculous turnaround the last month of the season. But the, yeah, my, my point being that I don't think that these are bad comments from Cam. I think they're spot on. Like you, you haven't really done anything that warrants playoff talk right now. It's just that there's a bunch of other mediocrity in your side of the league. So you're in the playoff conversation. That's a great opportunity. But if you don't seize that opportunity, and if the offense continues to not function well, even though you're right, it's not all Cam Newton's fault. I don't think a lot of it is Cam Newton's fault to begin with because he just got there. But yeah, I can I can understand his focus being on, let's make this all better. Let's try to get this offense working. Let's try to win some games. If we start doing that, then we can, you know, you can bring up playoffs all you want. 
but we got to focus on getting better. Here is a list of all the teams in the NFC, 500 or 500 to two games under 500, because all these teams are alive. I want you to tell me which one you think is the best. Okay. Washington, 49ers, Vikings, Eagles, Panthers, Falcons, Saints. Uh, I mean... Somebody's making the playoffs out of that group. Who's prob- making it? Probably so. I guess I would go... And I, and I don't even believe in this team very much because I talked the other day about how they don't have a ton of great wins, but I guess the Niners are the team right now maybe that I would say is the most for real of all that. Maybe Washington? Yeah, Washington right? too, right? I mean, we thought maybe the answer was the Eagles. and Yeah, but that's not... we saw them last week. <laughs> the point being, there's not a great answer in that group. It wasn't last week. It was week before. Last week they beat the Jets, right? I think that's with Gardner right. Minshew because yeah, now it's, I forgot Gardner's yes, back. Now so. it's like we don't have a quarterback controversy. Never mind. Let me amend my statement. The Eagles are the best team, not just of that group, but in the NFC because they have Gardner Minshew. Better than the awesome. Cardinals. Better than the Cardinals. Yes, of course. Right, good to know. Gardner Minshew. He's there. He's going to make it happen. Oregon is apparently making a push to get Chip Kelly back. We have talked about this, of course. You know, he was there before. Ran afoul of the law, the NCAA law, not real law. Went to the NFL, sort of skipped out on things. And then he came back and he's been coaching UCLA. Was 8-4 and four this year, but has not been very successful at UCLA. But, you know, Oregon fancies themselves a pretty good program. They have that affiliation with Nike. They're tired of being a stepping stone job and losing guys. And so they think if they bring Chip Kelly back, he's a guy that's going to stick around this time, and it's a sense of nostalgia to better times for Oregon fans. It may all be optics, but they seem to want him. Well, here's the weird thing about this Oregon job, because Chip Kelly is very good still, despite what you may think of their record, and they were better this year at UCLA, right? But... He's he's much better at X's and O's football than he is at recruiting football talent, you know? And that seems weird to say because Oregon had a lot of football talent, but they remember that's what he got busted for was paying for like a fake recruiting video that ended up just being some straight cash homie going to oh, I can't remember the running back it was, but the the point I'm trying to get to there is that the whole game in college football now is building your recruiting to the level that it overcomes any of your coaching deficiencies or most of them. He will be really good if he can find himself, you know, a Kerry Combs and a Brian Hartline. And and I don't, you know, those guys who have shown for Ohio State, they are great recruiters to say whatever you think of perhaps Kerry Combs' ability as a defensive coordinator. That's different. But recruiting wise, we know he's done a great job. And that's that's where I wonder, will Chip Kelly be able to get those guys to Oregon who can do all the recruiting for him, and then he can just show up and coach the team and get them to play at their best level? If that's the formula, then that has a chance of working. But now you have USC is back as a big dog on that you know block as well in the Pac-12. And I wonder if he's going to win a bunch of recruiting battles with Lincoln Riley, who is both a good recruiter and a good X's and O's guy. College football has changed a lot since Chip Kelly was at Oregon. And maybe you're saying it wasn't too long ago. It was 10 years ago. And college football's changed a lot. You know, he's 10 years older. He's almost 60 years old. Now, when he was at Oregon, he had tremendous success. He was there for four seasons. He won the Pac-12 championship three times. He was 46-7. and 
He had tremendous success. Well, I, well, I, I am. I would be shocked if he goes forty six and seven. If he gets this job, do you think he's going to go no, forty six and I seven? Don't, but here's my question to you. I was going to. I was going to have a little smaller benchmark. He takes the job. When he eventually leaves the job, whether he retires or he's fired, do you think he has a Pac-12 championship on his resume? Because he had three of them the first go-around. Does he do it again? I think he could get one, right? Like, I think it, that that maybe in year two or three, he built, he, if he gets the right recruiters, gets all the talent in, and then they have a really good schematic plan that before, you know, before they make adjustments and everybody else catches up to it. Yeah, I could see that. But, you know what I've forgotten about too when he when he came back to UCLA in 2018 he really had a choice between two jobs he had a choice between UCLA and Florida Florida was pushing heavy for Chip oh, Kelly I, I had completely in 2018 about that. and he chose UCLA and then you know once my memory was jogged I remembered talking about this with you. And we discussed that, and we said, well, you know, UCLA is sort of a sleeping giant, and you can go out west and recruit, and that conference isn't very good. And I'm sure he was thinking that. He was thinking, I can go out west and win more or easier than I could go to Florida and turn that program around and win in the SEC. But he hasn't been able to do that out west. So why would a return to Eugene be any different? Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't, and I don't know the answer on that. I don't, I don't. I guess the the Oregon people would tell themselves we have more impact on day to day college football in 2021 than UCLA does. We're a bigger program. We have the Nike connections that we can overcome whatever you know UCLA isn't. We are in football. We can do that. But am I wrong? Chip Kelly's out of contract, or like his contract is about to end at UCLA. I don't know. I don't think he has much time left on that. Double check that, Teddy. But. I want to say that he's just about done with his contract there, which is part of why this discussion is coming up, which is also just an oddity, right? In college football, you see guys with four years left on their deal who have a you know six and six record, and they go, "Well, we got to add another year on because recruiting." Right. And and yet that has I I want to say he's either got one year left or none, and so it's very easy to make that move for uh, Oregon if they want to. No more fakery in college football. Details coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that Lane Avenue east and westbound between North Star Road and Carmack Road that is closed for repair work. Please avoid if possible. It will remain closed until further notice. You can take North Star Road to Kinnear Road to the south or North Star to Fishinger to the north as possible alternates. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new double steak grilled cheese burrito coated with melty cheese will leave you speechless. So get to Taco Bell and pick one up today. At participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only, double the steak claim as compared to the steak quesadilla. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust.
The radio home of inside jokes that may or may not become stickers for your car. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Also yesterday, you voted. We put a poll up on the Twitter page. Do you want to see Bone of Education come back? What was the uh, answer on that? I mean, the answer was yes. I don't know what the final results were. But I think it was a pretty decisive victory. Hold on. Let me look it up. All right. Well, as long as people want to hear it, we'll go ahead and do it. I We talked about this all the time. There's actually one minute left in the poll. Oh, well, you, you can still, still get your vote Jump in. in there and vote. But yes was the winner, 71.8% to 28.2%. All right. So get working, Bone. All right. I guess that's what we're going to do. Start of the new year, we will have Bone of Education coming back for you. We got some details on Jim Knowles, Beyonce's dad, new defensive coordinator for the Buckeyes, his contract. <laughs> he is going to make $1.9 million per year. That's a healthy bit of scratch that you're getting for being a defensive coordinator. And good to see that Ohio State is in that level of payment for this for you know someone of his talent. That's it's never happened before, right? Is, has there been an assistant coach that's made over a million dollars? Uh, I don't believe so. Well, oh, Guys wait. have been close. You mean uh, that have made it uh, here? Here. I think so. I think they've gone over a million, right? Did they? I think that's happened recently. But yeah, it's... it's uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought they were over that point by yeah, now. Yeah, Kerry Combs is making 1.4. Is he? Yeah. All right. I didn't, I didn't realize he was making that much. Well, let him live, right? Now that, look, $1.9 million is, uh, the, it would have been the fourth most, according to 11 Warriors, the fourth most of any assistant coach in the country this season. So that's pretty much, you would have been behind the two Clemson coordinators who are now both going to be head coaches yeah. at different programs and Mike Elko at Texas A&M who got $2.1 million. So he's their defensive coordinator. Yeah. Sorry. He's their defensive coordinator too. So that good. This is where Ohio State should be. And, I, I tend to think the the football knowledge guys have been talking a bit about his system and the way he does things. Now, I'm not an X's and O's guy, Mike. You, I know you are. Oh, of course I am. So this will be Absolutely. right up your alley. But for everybody else, Jim Knowles, his system tends to be one where you kind of layer and build over time these concepts, right? So it's it's not going to be something where they just get the best talent in the country and then say, all right, guys. Get out there and work hard. You know, like there's there's going to be some layers and levels to this. And that's why it looks like at Oklahoma State, if you kind of look at their defensive stats and how they improved, it took a few years to kind of build that up a little bit. So with Ohio State having better talent, I would hope the improvement from the current what we saw this year to next year will be immense. But it has the potential to go from that level to then like perhaps rivaling some of the best defenses we've seen in college football. And that's what you want. You don't want to just be a really good defense. You want to be top five every year. Please excuse my stupidity because Kevin Wilson was apparently making over a million dollars too, and I guess I just passed out because I forgot about all of this. Well, that was, but you're not wrong that that was a talking point for a long time was that Ohio State and the Big Ten in general was not paying a million dollars for coordinators. Now we're getting to that point, and I certainly think now that you see you know the Mel Tucker deal at Michigan State and what James Franklin's getting at Penn State, it would be weird if everybody was like, nope, 500 grand, that's the most we pay for coordinators. Like, 
As much as we can debate whether or not that's good and healthy for the overall health of college football, that's where it is right now if you want to be a top 10 program. This developed you know, quickly, and it, and it had to develop quickly because the recruiting cycle is such where you can't drag your feet on this and you can't have interviews that last for a month while you try and settle down who your coordinator is going to be. Right? You've got guys who are recruiting now who may not have a job on this team. And you want to get Jim Knowles on the road as soon as you possibly can to do recruiting. But I wonder how this came to be. If it was Ryan Day, like right after he got off the bus from Ann Arbor, saying to Gene, I need a guy and I need money from you. Or if it was Gene going to Ryan Day saying, I know you need a guy. I have money for you. I'm, I, I I'm guessing how it was probably works. both, right? Like, I'm guessing Ryan Day is like, I got to make a phone call. And Gene Smith is like, I already know what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would think they're both on the same you know, page there because every, it's not acceptable. I, I, I cannot imagine in the halls of Ohio State and in, you know, the Woody Hayes and everywhere else that all the decisions are made. I cannot assume it was like, oh, we lost to Michigan. Oh, our defense was kind of weird all year. Huh. Well, better luck next year. Defense was weird last year, too. Right, right. Multiple years running. So that's the point. I don't think they would ever get to a level where it would say, wait, what? You want to pay more for defensive coordinator? No, they, I, I think you're right. They knew that uh, and probably both at the same time were like, we got to talk. And they all knew what was at stake there. The NCAA wants to stop fakery. They don't want that fake slide that Pitt quarterback Kenny Pickett used to score a touchdown in the ACC championship game to be used again. According to a memo from NCAA National Coordinator of Officials Steve Shaw, referees should interpret a fake slide as a player surrendering himself and should end the play. First of all, I thought we already had that. I thought we already had that and officials were instructed to call it as such. I guess not. Now that the NCAA is sending out this memo, or maybe it's something to reinforce to these officials, but... You know, you and I talk about this all the time, college, pro, whatever. This entire game is slanted towards the offense, right? And you've you've got defensive players that sometimes have to act like they're in the matrix and shift angles midair to avoid targeting calls and unnecessary roughness calls. You can't have a quarterback out there fake sliding. That's ridiculous. No, and and that play, while it was was beautifully executed, he did... It was a spur-of-the-moment thing. He came up with it. He did it. That's cool. But as far as should it be allowed, no. Because then then you're right. There's, I don't know how we can get into you know a situation where you're trying to judge whether or not a player was too hard on a quarterback that slides. It's going to get that's going to get a different quarterback destroyed. You know where he's going to be sliding and some guy's going to get tossed from the game and yelled at and he's going to come back and say, I thought he was fake sliding. I thought he was, you know, if they hadn't changed this rule, then now, you know, if, if you see the quarterback sliding, just, just let him go. Don't hit him. Cause if he isn't sliding, you will, there should be a penalty for that. And if he is sliding, then you can just touch him down once he's down on the ground or you don't even have to do that in college. You can just let him slide. A hall of famer. No likey Baker details next common man and T-bone on the fan fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on Henderson Road, eastbound before Kenny Road. It is blocking the right lane. Please be very careful over here. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Plan on some stop and go traffic in the meantime, about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect helps your business grow. Now get 20% off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $75 or more. Explore more at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Offer ends January 1st. Visit staplesconnect.com slash services slash printing for details. Staples Connect. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at manandbone971. I was eating my lunch yesterday. Like the good fat ass that I am, I was over at Loops. There you go. They pay me nothing. They should pay me. And I was enjoying a, a gyro, or as some people like to call it, gyro. Not correct. Well, whatever. And, I'm, you know, they got TV on. Normally it's on Mori, so I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I enjoy closed-captioned Maury and his paternity tests and lie detector exams. But this particular day, they had it on the Stephen A. Smith screaming show. Mm. So I was watching that. But during the commercial of Stephen A. Smith screaming was uh, the Kurt Warner movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, I forgot I, about I, that. I saw it. Apparently, it's coming soon. Soon enough where they had commercials running for it. And the football action looked lame, as I expected that it would. But what you and I talk about all the time, and the reason why generally I hate sports movies, is because they are not made for the sport fan. They are made for the casual fan who maybe has a basic knowledge of the plot, maybe tunes into the Super Bowl or a big game here and there, but generally doesn't watch on a week-to-week basis, and everything is over-explained. I know, I know, just from the little clip I saw of this movie, I know exactly what it's going to be. Every single 15 minutes or so, it's going to be reinforced to you how improbable this situation is that Kurt Warner finds himself in. It's going to be Dick Vermeil giving a speech that he probably didn't give because it's... Uh, the not crazy Quaid brother, Dennis oh, Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Dennis Quaid is playing Dick Vermeil, and I guarantee there's going to be some sort of breathy speech before the NFC Championship game or something where he's talking to the team saying, Guys, our quarterback was bagging groceries. So if yes. you don't think you can go out there and beat this team out there, just think about him. Stocking those shelves. 
late at night trying to put food on the table for the wire hair man goblin that he lives with. <laughs> now let's go out there. Oh, I forgot. I have to cry. Uh, dig for me. Uh, that's what that movie's going to be. Exa- you're exactly right. You know the other thing that is a hallmark of the sports movie that's not really a sports movie or that's, like you said, made for people who don't know these stories or don't watch them is where there's some level of exposition that occurs in the movie that would never occur in real life where like there will be a scene where, you know, Dick Vermeil is talking maybe with Kurt Warner in the situation. And he would say, you know, if we win this championship game, we go to the Super Bowl. You know that, right? Like there, <laughs> You're exactly right. something where they like make it sound like, oh, these two, this is just a coach trying to motivate his player, but it helps the people who have no idea what an NFC championship game is. It just lets them know, ah, this, if, if he wins now, this, it's Super Bowl normally, time. Normally, I would say, yes, that would never happen. However, we do have NFL players that don't know games can end in ties. <laughs> So maybe maybe they, the players will be like, oh, we do? We get to play again if we win this game? Okay. I had no idea. Let's go get them. I'm just saying they're going to probably have at least a couple conversations where you would go, why are they talking about this? And the answer will be because someone has to mention it for the people who've never watched sports who just decided to watch this movie because they think it's inspirational or they want to they want to know more about sports, right? I mean, I get there's some of that, but yeah, they're trying to make a movie for the most people. They're not trying to make a sports movie that you and I will think is authentic. I know, but what these these studios fail to realize and why most sports movies don't do as well as they're expected to do is that you're making them for people that really have no interest in that story. The people that have interest in this story are the sports fans, like me and you. Yeah, that's I know. And yet you don't make a movie for us. You make it for everybody else who's not interested. I'm trying to think of what would be the movie... I'd have to, like now I'm I'm blanking on all my sports movie knowledge but what would be the movie that you th- would say that was acted that in the sports genre was the most you know felt the most real felt the most it's, it's probably the answer is something that we didn't preview like a story we were barely aware of you know like remember the titans would probably be the type of movie that many people would say oh that was a well done sports movie but it's because we didn't know any of those we didn't watch those characters we didn't know those players ahead of time, that kind of thing. Like That's interesting. Because I think when you get into these big, well-known we celebrities... Are story or are we judging just the sports action in the movie? I'm saying any of that. Like, add all of it to the... All of that to the to the mix here. It has to be realistic to a... To a you know, it's not going to be perfect, but to some degree you have to say, yeah, that looked pretty realistic. And then it also has to be, they're not just overly explaining some of the dumb things that we already know. And it does seem like, all right, that could be a plausible way that that all happened. Sure. Like, I'm trying to think of which one has been really good lately or ever. I mean, I, I, I know Rocky gets held up a lot as a great sports no, but movie. Rocky, but, no, the, the boxing action is comically bad. Yes, that's it. Right. That's what I mean. That one gets held up all the time. But when you watch it, it's you're like, it's a great movie. And no, you know what? That movie is so good. You excuse that away. Yes. Nobody's going to actually get in a ring and box like that. Or at least they weren't before Logan Paul started boxing, right? I mean, any real boxer is not going to go out there and just throw haymakers for 12 rounds. It's not typically how it works. What about uh, hmm. what about Hoosiers? 
Uh, yes, I think I think Hoosiers is more along those lines because also I think that works well because the standard of what did basketball look like in the fifties, right? That's when that took place. Fifties? Am I wrong? No, you're right. I think. Okay, like yeah, fi- nineteen fifty four. I don't expect in even in as as great as Indiana basketball is in high school. I don't expect in the fifties to see players doing some of the things you see in college basketball now or the NBA, right? So you can have more average-looking people doing more average-looking things because I just don't think it was considered... We we don't we didn't watch those games intently. We Most people who watched that movie were not alive to remember Indiana high school basketball. So you could say, well, this doesn't look like great basketball, but what do I know? Maybe this is what it was like in high school in the 50s. You, you don't have the same frame of reference. So Kurt Warner has a movie coming out about him. He also has a YouTube channel where he gets on there and discusses things, whatever fancies him. And he was talking about Baker Mayfield. And, you know, he he's asking the questions that everybody's asking. The Browns have to figure out what they want to do with him, and they got to decide if he's going to be a difference maker, and they're going to pay him money. Skip to his opinion on Baker Mayfield. He says, what I've seen from Baker, I would say no. If he's capable of elevating the Browns, he's saying. I would say I haven't seen him show me that he can be that guy. I'm only going to go off what I've seen up to this point, as opposed to, what, looking into the future? I'm looking (laughs) at tape. I'm not seeing him every day in practice. I don't know the makeup of him in the room. I don't know some of the X factors that go into it. By simply looking at the tape, I have not seen good enough consistency by him to say that he can be a franchise guy at this point. I'm not in the business of having to project out two years. I'm just simply going off what he's done the last four years, and I think he's been wildly inconsistent and inconsistent enough that I'm saying to myself, I'm not banking on this guy carrying me to a Super Bowl if he can't put together games in a season at a certain level of consistency that you need from that position. Mike, Kurt Warner is fearless and does not worry about any of the doubts that people have, unless it comes to someone occasionally coming back to him and saying, you were wrong about Baker Mayfield, because he hedged the hell out of that, didn't he? Yes. Everything was just, oh, I'm not saying in the future he can't be better. It's like, right, but no one's asking you to predict what's going to happen. It's, I mean, I guess kind of that's the question, but more or less you're saying, have you seen enough to say this is the guy and this will be a franchise player, and I don't think he's wrong. No, he's not wrong. I mean, you, you and I have talked about this. You know, this notion that you absolutely positively had to pay or have to pay Baker now. You don't. No, you, you the can only wait on him. The, but that discussion is based more on do you have to pay someone or will they want to, you know, in this offseason, right? Let's say they make the playoffs, but they lose early and he's been out to you all year. Will he expect to be paid based on everything he's ever done? That's that's a different question than should they pay him, right? Like. He might expect to be paid, but they may say, well, we're sorry you expect to be paid. We're not going to. But then does that cause problems down the road? As far as building the team around him, I I honestly think this, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, I think that Baker Mayfield's ceiling is one of those quarterbacks that can manage the game and not turn it over and make a couple plays, but not 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 go out and just win you the football game. I could see him being the quarterback of a Super Bowl winning team that has a tremendous running game, tremendous defense, and gets a couple breaks in the game. Do you know what I mean? That's that's his ceiling for me is game manager guy who maybe scampers for a first down and gets credit for it. 
But I, I just don't see him being the guy that's going to light you up for 375 and four touchdowns in an AFC championship game. I just don't think he's that guy. Browns off the bye this week. They host the Ravens Sunday at 1. So they've had you know a week to lick their wounds, and Baker's had a week to get healthy. Two weeks, I guess. Well, I don't know how much he participated this week, but yeah, theoretically they could have not had him do anything for two straight weeks. So Ravens coming off a tough loss. What do you expect to see on Sunday? I, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a better form performance from the Browns side of things, but it's it's still going to be a tight game. And I, I I really hope that the offense is not as poor as it was. I mean, if it's that poor again, then I I don't know what you do to hold Kevin Stefanski's feet to the fire on that, but. It's unacceptable to have an offense that was as bad as we've seen the last few weeks, especially the last time they played the Ravens two weeks ago. The, if if the offense is that bad again, then and to just submit, well, and, you and can't, to just say, well, we they they took us out of our game, so we had to do something completely different. You can't have him. I I just I don't know what you do at that point as the media or something, right? But if 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 that's the situation, and again they they put up less than two touchdowns, and they just the offense looks completely inept again, and he says I'm not changing anything. Baker's still the guy. I'm still calling plays. I don't know what you do at that point, but that's not tenable. You can't you can't keep doing that and expect to get different results if that's the way it goes. But I'm hoping that they will change some things. I'm hoping that this offense will say no. We are going to run the ball, and we don't care what the Ravens are doing. We're going to run it, and then you go from there. I just told you about the Kurt Warner movie. There is another sports movie coming out that the Lakers do not want you to see. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some road closures to watch out for. You'll find the I-70 westbound exit ramp to Miller that is closed due to police activity. Please avoid this area if possible. And Lane Avenue east and westbound between North Star Road and Carmack Road that is still closed due to repair work. You're going to want to seek an alternate route. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% off your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com on the nra with fan traffic the podcast is brought to you by our friends care heating and cooling i end every commercial the same way telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust it's not just a slogan it's the care creed with arms wide open the way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you the customer at the end of every interaction with care care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust and from every dime a dog night in the midwest here's man and bone let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. Today, I want to talk about ED, erectile dysfunction. It can affect your outlook on life, cause depression, so much more. Maybe since that Michigan game, you haven't been able to perform. I know I haven't. Well, they have an expert staff, and if you're like a lot of men, you could be having sex the day after your appointment. And the Buckeyes go back in time and beat Michigan. <laughs> a treatment plan could involve a variety of treatments to have you performing like you haven't in years or ever. ED can cause depression and anxiety to avoid intimacy. Don't avoid intimacy. Embrace intimacy. Hump intimacy. 
Call them today, 614-300-7400, or visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com. That's a weird way to say, like, be intimate is to also do do humping as a way. Like, I always thought that was included in intimacy in general, so. I just, I think it's over for hugs. I think hugs are done. They've had their moment in time. I think we should all just be humping each other. It's 2021, Mike. Let's get with the times. It's about to be 2022. You're exactly right. In the Chinese calendar, year of the hump. (laughs) It's actually a camel. It's the year of the camel, which, what do camels have? Humps. There you go. If you were listening earlier, you know what that means. And if you don't know what it means, I got to tell you because I got to read the sponsor. Hmm. Go ahead. Call in and you get tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw on Monday, February 28th at Nationwide Arena. For tickets and more information, Go to Ticketmaster.com. February 28th. That's almost March. That's right. That's a good call by you. Way to think that one through. (laughs) We talked about uh, the Kurt Warner movie coming soon to a theater near you or a couch near you. I don't know if it's playing in theaters or not, but I saw a commercial for it. It looks stupid. I knew it would be stupid when it was announced. There is another movie coming out. That the Los Angeles Lakers do not want you to see. Yeah, this is weird, right? So HBO is doing this limited series from Adam McKay called uh, Winning Time, right? And it says, Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Oh, so this is not a movie, it's a series. Well, yeah, it initially looked like it was a movie, but I guess this is actually being released on an HBO platform here. So this will be a, I think we saw 10 episodes is what it's going to be. All right. But the names they've got attached to this, I mean, there are some big-time players, uh, you know, chief among them, John C. Riley is going to play Jerry Buss. But this this is the Lakers around the time where they would have drafted Magic Johnson. And then, you know, Kareem is still on the team. Pat Riley is there. And so how did they turn from being the Lakers and being a good team and being a team that won championships, but then going to this showtime level? Uh one of the things that came out about this movie is that because it's actually based off Jeff Perlman's book about that time called Showtime. Makes sense. HBO does not want to put out a series called Showtime. No, that's the direct competitor. That would be like Netflix putting out a series called Hulu. Like it just wouldn't make a lot of sense. So that's why they're calling it Winning Time instead of Showtime. But apparently this has caused a lot of issues. The Bus family is not thrilled with how Jerry Bus is portrayed in this. He has obviously passed away. But they they do not think that this is a flattering look at him. They think this makes him look a little bit more raunchy and comedic. It, it, it's it's like a reality. It's 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 like a real look at this time. But then picture someone picture the the Ricky Bobby guys doing it. That's essentially what this is, right? Talladega Nights. That was Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell wanted to be involved in this. He wanted to play Jerry Buss. And he was apparently frustrated by the fact that he didn't even get asked. It went to John C. Riley instead. And so he and McKay had a falling out. They've been writing partners for a long time, but that that is one of the is many that right? reasons. They really had a falling out because of this? Yeah. According to Vanity Fair, a few other places, they say that's led to... The, they've split up as far as writing partners, and it apparently is because of this. So now I want to see the show based on the show. Oh, right. We need to get like the actor to play Will Ferrell... Acting like he's pissed that he can't be in this show. Well, remember in Ricky in Talladega Nights with Ricky Bobby, that's 
that's literally Will Ferrell's and John C. Riley's characters have this happen. Where Will Ferrell gets kind of passed over and then they just move on to John C. Riley and everyone just goes with him and then he's hurt because his friend got the role he well, wanted. I mean, look, is maybe they they're you know, they're a little upset that their dad, I guess, isn't portrayed in the in the right light, but I mean they agreed to do this. Right? Well, I mean, they wouldn't be able to use all the Lakers' copyrighted information if the Lakers didn't agree to be in this. Yeah, it sounds like, though, the way this was pitched was this is going to be a little bit more true to what actually happened. So, for an example, if you go watch the trailer, they do show uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the actor playing him, Solomon Hughes, sitting on the set of Airplane getting ready to do those scenes, right? Remember, he was in Airplane, if you've not I think seen Kareem that movie. should play Kareem. Well, the, he's an actor. He knows what he's doing, and the CGI stuff they can make him look younger. That see, that's a great idea. But here's the problem: they said that plenty of now this is coming from a, a few industry insiders who have written about this. But apparently, Solomon Hughes, the actor playing the Lakers center, reached out. His agent attempted to reach out to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and said, "Hey, any any advice you want to give let me know your thoughts on this performance what do you think what can i do better and he apparently said nope i don't like the direction this is going i don't want to talk to you so it's oh, not kareem said that yeah kareem said that the bus family has said they do not like how this is going the nba is trying to distance themselves and supposedly is not going to promote this you know they're wow. you know they're not going to be behind it pushing it on espn tnt that kind of thing now that you might see advertisements during nba games for it because the producers of the show, HBO, are paying for that. But the NBA is not going to be partnering, it doesn't sound like, hardcore to say, yeah, go check out this great thing. Because I think they believed this was going to be more of a, um, what was uh, the the Lincoln biopic, right? It was just called Lincoln. With, with Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Now, that, that was a method actor trying to be as close to and live like and look like Abraham Lincoln oh, as possible. absolutely, man. He was... He I think wiping himself with a corn cob. I think they were more under the impression that's what was going to be done. And when they saw the final product, it was it's been compared by a few people off the record as being more like entourage or ballers or even playmakers. That ESPN thing that everyone, you know, the NFL hated because it showed all the drug use and various other things that went on in the NFL. They're saying this one looks more like it's going to focus on the drug use, the partying, the sexual escapades. All right. Well, I mean, sign me up for all right, that, I but said, I'll watch it. <laughs> I can understand why the Lakers executives and former players and NBA are all like, ah, we don't, they thought this was going to be more of a, just telling of how all of it came together. More like the Kurt Warner movie. Honestly, like that's, you think there's going to be a lot of that in the Kurt Warner movie? No, yes. it's going to be, <laughs> I hope so. Kurt Warner. <laughs> doing blow off of Akeem Talib's ace. <laughs> I actually I let's just see Kurt and Brenda Warner go at it. Well, why not? Right? Let's just put it all out there. But that's not going to happen in that. They're going to make that look like here's someone overcoming the odds. That's that's an inspirational story. I guess it's the difference between like you know, Rudy and uh Happy Gil or not Happy Gilmore. God, what the hell is the what is the Adam Sandler football movie that I'm blanking on? Why am I blanking on this? Uh, water boy water boy yeah okay. it's like it feels like this is going to have more of a water boy feel and a little bit more campy and fun and all different kind of things going on there not not like we're trying to show the inspirational story of the lakers the ncaa handing out punishment today details coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan 
Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on Route 315 southbound after Route 161. An accident blocking two lanes, only the left lane open. Traffic is stop and go as they try to get things clear. Please be cautious over here. You'll also find an accident has cleared from Henderson Road eastbound before Kenny Road, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Lowe's. The holidays are in full swing at Lowe's Winterfest. Save $20 on a Craftsman 20-volt max drill kit was $79, now $59. Valid through the 15th while supplies last U.S only. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. It's- oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Broadcasting live from the Tacoma Dome, here's Man and Bone. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. So, Major League Baseball locked out the players. We've mentioned this a couple times this week. MLB Network, they're not doing studio shows now. No, they can't, they say. Right, so they're just running old games. And I've been watching more MLB Network than I have in years, because I love the old games. It's almost like that should have been what MLB Network was for like 80% of the time. Right when yes. you're not showing an actual real game and you're not having real discussion about a current situation in Major League Baseball, have a couple studio shows, all that. But like, what are you doing at ten o'clock in the morning? Put an old game on. Who cares? Put that on. That's great. We've discussed this before, and maybe you'll roll your eyes when I say it, but I am reminded when I watch these old games how much I love these old stadiums, ballparks, and. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't like the fact that in life, everything has to look like a shiny new penny. I've talked about the short north here in town and how there's almost no difference between going to the short north and going to Easton now. Looks like a mall. Yep. There's, you know, brand new buildings and everything looks so commercial. All the heart has sort of been ripped out. And I'm not saying there's not good establishments down there. There are that are worthy of your time and your money. But I don't get that same feeling. And I'm watching these games that are at Shea and old Yankee Stadium and old Bush. Ah, old Bush. <laughs> You're doing God's work. That's Thank dead you. that's dead Bush, not that's, old Bush. That's right. Anyway, and I, I you know, I yearn it's not the same I yearn for it. That's a stupid way to say it, but it's it's not the same feeling now when you watch a game at City Field and all these things are they're beautiful. I'm sure they're they're wonderful to watch a game at. But, you know, when the A's move out of the Coliseum, and they will, you're not going to have any dumps left for the most part. And I I don't know why I like dumps so much. I guess it's because if you're going to the game, 
You really want to be at the game. You are a fan. You're not just going to walk around the concourse and be seen and talk to your friends and eat a, you know, $21 piece of pizza from some celebrity chef. You are there to watch the game. You're into the game. Oh, and I know you know this, Mike, but that is, that is, you've just described your reason for liking the old dumps is precisely the reason the people who make money off of those old dumps didn't like them no i know i get it i understand i mean they they want to get the people who are like who's playing today braves and cubs all right what should be fun and it's like can you name a player on either team nope but i'm here like they they want that because that's that's going to be when i when i was a kid that's what wrigley field used to be wrigley field used to be you know it was all day games and all the drunks would go and, you know, you get in for $2, you know? Of course. And, you know, the players hated playing at Wrigley Field because you would get heckled by drunk guys that don't have jobs. That's who would show up to these <laughs> games. Lee Elia's famous rant, Cubs manager Lee Elia, was about the Cubs fans and how they don't even work. What are we doing here? And sure. I, of course, I don't want to take it to that level where there's nobody there and, you know, you have players being abused by drunk fans. I'm not saying that, but then they've made the carnival of Wrigleyville and it's almost like Disney World. And it's a completely different atmosphere now where if you're a real Cubs fan and yes, they do exist, even though I like to pretend they don't. If you're a real Cubs fan, it must be a nightmare for you to go to Wrigley because, you know, you're there to watch a baseball game. But sitting next to you is, you know, mom and pa Farkas from Iowa City. They're tourists. And you got other people from out of town sitting around saying, wow, this is wonderful. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I, what's the score? Sure. You know, that, that, that's what the baseball game has become. Well, but that's the, the, the reality is, I mean, you went down to Riverfront Stadium back in the day. It was it was wasn't terrible to watch a game, but there's no comparing that place to Great American. Great American is such a such a nicer experience to go to, and thus people will then you know as as they have for twenty years, they go to that ballpark. They came back and said, "Man, I tell you that I think anybody could go there, even if you're not a baseball fan, you'll have a good time." And that got a bunch of people who are not baseball fans to say, "Oh, well, I don't usually think of going to baseball games, but you're saying it's really nice. I will go." And they have a good time, and they keep coming back, and maybe that makes them baseball fans eventually. But there are just going to be some people at these stadiums who aren't there for the game. They are there for it being a nice place. And that's better for business. I know. The incentives, it's, it all comes... I'm just bitching and moaning. I hey, know, man, I know. life comes back to incentives. It's all about what do you? what is on the table, who benefits, and how do they benefit. That's what you're going to get out of life, right? So your complaint here is that the incentives are skewed in the in the way of making everything more like a mall. And, and I'm not saying Great American's not a it's 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 a fine place. I like going there to watch baseball games. But some of these places, not all, some of them have truly gone past like this is just a nice ballpark to you're trying to build a space station and we don't necessarily need that. Uh NCAA handing out punishment today. The NCAA Committee on Infractions placed the Auburn men's basketball program on four years probation. Suspended coach Bruce Pearl for two games after saying he failed to adequately monitor former assistant coach Chuck Person and did not promote an atmosphere of compliance. 
The long-anticipated ruling comes more than four years after Person was arrested and charged in September 2017 with accepting bribes from a financial advisor who was working as an informant for the federal government. Now, if you remember last year, uh, Auburn took themselves out of postseason contention because they were anticipating this. They said, we won't go play in the tournament. And I guess that worked because they did not get hit with a postseason ban in this latest round of punishment. Bruce Pearl gets two games. I think they have two scholarship reductions throughout the length of the probation. So all things considered here, not that bad. No, they they handled this, I guess, the best way you could. But can I ask a question with regards to Bruce Pearl? Yes. This is a man who had a three-year show-cause penalty put on him when he was at Tennessee. Right. And if you remember, Auburn hired him before that even expired. Right. And the whole, if again, for those, I guess I'm doing the sports movie explanation here. For those who don't know what a show-cause penalty is, it's telling you, the NCAA says you have to give us a reason why he's the right person for your school, as opposed to all these other people who don't have this infraction history with our organization. And they said, that's okay. We're willing to do that and push through. He got approved. And then you said it's been now 2017. 2017 was when he, when this all went down, right? Yes. That's when, that's when Chuck person was caught. So how much longer before that was it going on? My point is it kind of seems like Bruce Pearl has been doing this, all along, right? And oh, what no, is, they essentially said Bruce Pearl had nothing. He didn't know what was going on with Chuck well, Person. Yes, but the NCAA also has rules about lack of institutional yes. control and not knowing what's of going on is a bad right. thing. So Bruce Pearl's major punishment out of this is, yes, they self-imposed a, a postseason ban. But then other than that, he's going to set out two games. Yes, to your point, the NCAA has long said essentially that stupidity is not an excuse. But Auburn and Bruce Pearl used that here, and they got away with it. Yeah, and I, I, I don't under... The NCAA cannot complain about, oh, there's so much corruption and money, and woe is us, what do we do? But then you get someone dead to rights and say, this school hired a guy who had previous issues. He comes here, has another issue. He says, oh, I didn't know about that either. Then you're gonna your system basically gives that guy two games, slap on the wrist, and well they didn't go to a they didn't go to a NCAA tournament last year, I guess. That is a that is somewhat of a punishment, but the reality is this is not this is not the type of punishment I would think that will deter someone. And it's almost a moot point anyway, because half the stuff that all these guys got busted for is now perfectly legal. You don't have to go hiding behind right. bagmen and things like that. So I it's just a weird way to end this whole situation and you've got other coaches who had the same kind of thing happen to them where lots of smoke lots of bad things no real punishment coming for them bone you know what's coming up next i do know what's coming up next more conversation about old bush and <laughs> nfl picks if you think that you can beat the both of us call in now 821-9710 is a phone number. i'm sorry 614-821-9710 you beat us you win prizes what are those prizes? I forgot. I'm going to guess oh. that's something to do with pizza. Yes, that's right. You will win four medium one-topping pizzas from Romeo's Pizza in a, in a scale model mm. of Old Bush Stadium as well. <laughs> Very nice. Assembled by me. 
NFL picks coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of serious accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash on 71 northbound before Morse Road. It is blocking the left lane. Emergency crews are on scene blocking the southbound lanes as well. Please be very careful over here. Plan on some heavy backups. Keep an eye out for those crews. And an accident blocking two lanes of Route 315 southbound after Route 161. Traffic is stop and go from 270. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report Limitation Supply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints. This is Man and Bone. I left my breath mints at home today. Oh, no. It's like my life has no meaning. <laughs> I keep reaching in my pocket to grab a mint, and I have nothing there. Well, fortunately, you're a man of routine, and other than that, today has been absolutely normal in that regard. Yeah, so. of course. If, uh, if you're not watching on Fan TV, you may not have noticed that T-Bone is not with me in the studio today. He's here in the radio station in a I, different studio. I moved over one. Well, because about an hour before the show, you're like, I don't feel very good. I can't well, taste my food. I think I'm going to go <laughs> I, in the other studio. I didn't say, that's not true. Show. I did have like an extremely sneeze fit, allergic reaction, mucusy. I don't know what it is. You sound fine. I know I sound fine, but my sinuses are all gummed up with stuff and I keep sneezing. And I thought, I don't want to sit in a room with you and sneeze all over you for three hours. I'm sh- I don't think it's anything bad, but I just want to make sure... So I'm over here, and you're over there. We're fine. I'll tell you, that first segment, <laughs> where you weren't in here, and I'm looking at Ted for something, and he's just giving me a blank stare, and then I'm getting ready to go to commercial, and all I hear from Ted is, Leanna's not there, Leanna's not there, <laughs> Leanna's not there. What the hell you want me to do about it? <laughs> yeah, that's like, well, but we're, we've got like a little Lucy and Ricky Ricardo thing going on. Oh, no, 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 that was, um, no, 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 Mary Tyler Moore, right? That was in the uh, Dick Van Dyke show. They didn't sleep in the same bed. They had separate beds. That's where we are today. We're just in separate studios. No, they slept in the same bed, didn't they? Did they? I thought one of those shows, they definitely had separate beds. uh, On I Love Lucy, they started with one bed. Oh, okay. And then they moved them apart. Oh, really? Yes. Well, that's like, then that's what we did. We started for a while. I wish I could do that with my wife. (laughs) Most of the time, we didn't even sleep in the same room. Sure. It's beautiful. Uh, understandable. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's, uh, I'm not ready. Uh-oh. Oh, I am. It's NFL Picks time. 
Common Man and T-Bone's NFL Picks. Sponsored by Chattanooga Whiskey. Now available at your favorite Columbus retail store. Drink Chattanooga Whiskey. Enjoy responsibly. Our guy this week is Dwayne. If he beats the both of us, he will win four medium one-topping pizzas from Romeo's Pizza. Dwayne, are you ready to go, my friend? Let's do it, buddy. Let's be good. Uh, Game one, Baltimore at the Brownies. You know what? I'm feeling optimistic. Browns coming off the bye. I'm taking the Browns at home. You know what? Sadly, I'm feeling optimistic, and I'm going to take the Browns at home, too. I hate them both, but I have to go with the Browns. Urban's Jags at the Tennessee Titans. Titans coming off a bye. I will take the Titans at home. I got Tennessee as well. Tennessee wins. Las Vegas at Kansas City. I'll take the Chiefs at home. I'm going with the fighting Pat Mahomes at home. Raiders in the upset. Here's some bad. The New Orleans Saints at the New York Jets. Taysom Hill will start this game for the Saints, despite the injured pinky and throwing four picks last week. I will take the bad Jets at home. Damn you. Because I thought I would have the upset that you would not pick, and I too have the Jets. I don't know. I have the Jets winning at home. Saints win. Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team. This is a big one in the NFC East. I'm going to take the boys on the road. Yeah, I'm going Dallas as well. Washington football team. Atlanta Falcons at Carolina. Both of these teams have been stinky poo. I will take the... You know what? I Shame on me. I was going to say I'll take the Falcons on the road. You can't do that. I've, I'll never choose them again. I'll never pick them again. I will take the Carolina Panthers at home. I'm going with Cam Newton to lead the Panthers to his first victory. So we can talk about the playoffs. Carolina wins. Yeah. Carolina. Seattle at Houston. Davis Mills is the starting quarterback for the rest of the season for the Houston Texans. Terod Taylor has killed himself. I will take the Seahawks on the road. I'll take Seattle as well. Seahawks. Detroit Lions, they're getting cocky. Coming off their first win of the season, they're at Denver. Surprisingly still in things, Denver. I'll take the Broncos at home. Detroit is going to lose. I'm going to go Denver at home. Broncos win. New York Giants... This is Jake Fromm starting for the Giants this week. Lucky there. Yes. At the Chargers, give me the Bolts at home. Yeah, I'm going Chargers as well. Bolts all the way. San Francisco 49ers at the Bungles. Bungles win. I'm going Bengals too. You ought to pick the Bengals. Buffalo coming off the tough Monday night football loss at Tampa Bay. I say the struggles continue for the Bills. Give me the Bucks at home. Yeah, I'm going Tampa as well. Uh, I want to say Bills, but I'll take them Brady. Sunday night football. The Bears are on the road in Green Bay. Cocky Aaron Rodgers saying he doesn't regret telling the Bears fans he owns them. Bears get Justin Fields back. They're going to go into Lambeau Field and get blown out by 30 points. Packers win. The Bears are going to lose to the Packers. Packers. Monday Night Football Rams at the Cardinals on paper. Pretty damn good game. Give me the Cardinals at home. Yeah, I'm going cards as well. I'm taking the Rams. Give me a point total for that game, Dwayne. 65. 65. Yeah, I I get it, though. I, I I put 53, but I feel like that's low. What did you put? 53. 53. All right. But I know what he's... I'm the same. I thought. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. If Dwayne beats the both of us, he gets four medium one-topping pizzas 
from Romeo's Pizza. If you missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking two lanes of Route 315 southbound after Route 161. Traffic is stop and go from 270. Only the left lane is open. You'll also find a serious accident blocking the two left lanes of I-71 southbound after Morse Road. Emergency crews on scene. Please use caution. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Do you want a sports talk show with two guys who actually know what they're talking about? Oh, sorry. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Screaming during the update. I know, that was so unprofessional. What do you mean, Timmy? You want me to name Timberwolves? Is that is that real? How many wolves can you name? Well, Anthony Edwards, my guy, ER. Georgia product, jump out of the gym, playing like a, He's good. Like a mang. He's Goose. great. Good. Love him. Uh, Patrick Beverly is on that team. Did you know that, Timmy? Patrick Beverly? No, I didn't. I can't say I knew that. Okay. Yeah. D'Angelo. D'Angelo Russell obviously is there. Uh, Big Cat. Carl Anthony Towns. Big Cat. He's there. Trying to think who else. Off top of my head, that's what I've got for you. I feel like you're missing a a biggie or two. Am I? I like how you you like. Oh, I feel like you're missing. But it. do you he's know? NBA, he's know NBA it? guy. Come well, okay, I don't he's watch. NBA I don't, okay, I named four Timberwolves for you. That's just pretty good. All right, right for, there for a random team. What about uh, Malik Beasley? Yeah, Malik Beasley. You're right. He's Torian there. Prince, who had that great line about so, rebounding for Baylor. So, so, somebody Google. Somebody no, Google. Of course, I googled. I'm looking now. All right. Well, there you go. That's what I I gave you four that I remembered. So. You're welcome. That's pretty good. B plus. Who's the coach? Oh, good call. I have. I. Uh, I, I know. Have no I, I know what I have I it in know. front of me. I do not remember. It's. It's. It's a guy that like. I, I'm going to say this. It's a nondescript human. It's not like a former NBA guy, and it's not. It is Chris Finch. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that could be an accountant's name. That's just a dude. That's just some guy that's like now you're. He's probably a genius when it comes to basketball, but he will be gone in. Two to three years. That's just how this works. He was the NBA D-League Coach of the Year in 2010. Okay, yeah, great. And in 2005, he won the Belgian League. Oh, that's that's and big. in 1998, that's big right there. he won the British League Trophy. This guy was coaching in Britain, Belgium, and the D-League? Yes. And the G-League, too, whatever. Yes. And now he's... This is his first NBA head coaching gig. He's 74 years old. Let him live. As a Glad coach, he, finally got he there. started out with the Sheffield Sharks Wait. in England. She- like Sheffield, England? Yes, okay. in England. This is where wow. he won the British League trophy. You know, if I know one thing about the Brits, they love basketball. They're, it's a big deal over there. Not really. 
No, you're poo-pooing British basketball. No, they don't have. They don't. They, it's not a thing. They don't do a lot of basketball over there. All right, I'm looking up the Sheffield Sharks. Oh, there's not going to be anything there. No, they got a Wikipedia page. All right, good for them. The Sheffield Sharks, currently known as B. Braun Sheffield Sharks, they name it after oh, a guy. B. What? B. Braun. B. Braun. Is, Is that, that a business? It it's must be a Killer Bees, I believe. B. Brian Blair. <laughs> Old Country Way. That's got to be a sponsor, right? I don't know. That's got to be a sponsor. Uh, they play in an arena. Oh, God. What do you think? The, <laughs> well, I hope they didn't play in a field. Well, what do you think the capacity is for the arena? I have the information. Uh, 5,000 5, people. No, 1,000. Oh, jeez. All right. thought I was Man shooting at Bonefest was going to have more people than that. <laughs> do you think right now Tim Hall could make the... Bibby Bop Sheffield, B. whatever. Bron Sheffield. Bron Sheffield. Could he make that team as is? He's a, he's a shooter. No, he can play. Come on, Timmy's what? What Tim? Tim's like what? Six one. I'm looking what? at their current roster. Tim could probably get out there and hit a couple J's to see if there's anybody we've heard of on this. A little open jumper, sure. There's no one you've heard of because again, it's it's the 17th league in Europe. It's not that good. You got like Spain and Italy and France that all have like way better leagues than England. Come on. Aaron Anderson is their point guard. No idea who that is. There's a Wikipedia page for him, but when I click on it, it yells at me. (laughs) It says says there's no page for this guy. It's like, well, then don't provide a link. You click on it and the like work website comes up. That's like, this is, this is a hazardous link. You are not allowed to go to this. We're going to stop you cold. Bennett. Coke, I assume it's Coke. It's K-O-C-H. Maybe it's Koch. Or it could be something else. Could be a lot of different names. Could be. But uh, he played basketball at Northern Iowa. All right, there you go. Yeah. Someone who's playing. I mean, I, I assume there's a decent number of college basketball athletes who make their way over to various European leagues. But if you didn't make it to the NBA and you didn't get into any of the G League stuff, then your next level is probably going to a really good league, and that's not going to be in England. There's there's probably... All I'm I'm, saying is... I'm not joking. I think there's six or seven leagues in Europe that are better than England's league at minimum. I'm sure in the 90s, when uh, Jim Finch... What's his name? I forgot his name. Chris Finch. Chris Finch was coaching there. If you were to say, this guy is going to be the head coach of an NBA team one Mm -hmm. day, you'd say, no way. But he made it. Yeah. I know. That's good for him, right? You know what I, I was reminded of the other day? Because now you've got me thinking about like obscure coaches in the NBA. Did you, were you aware at all? Like Randy Ayers, former Buckeye basketball head coach back in some of, you know, some very interesting years for Ohio State basketball. He went on to coach in the NBA. And do you know what like superstar he ended up coaching for a few months? Who's that? That would be Allen Iverson. He was the guy, I want to say, one of the like two or three guys that came in after Larry Brown and the Sixers, you know, when they went to the finals in 2001 and didn't get it done, but they were there. After that, they parted ways with Larry Brown not too long after. And then he was one of the two or three coaches they tried to get to work. And I, I read a little story about him that said, yeah. And then after that, Randy Ayers was like, well, that's it for me as far as being a head coach. And he never accepted another offer. And, and I, I don't remember him ever accepting another offer, but that sucks. 
because he joined up with a team that Allen Iverson, as much as I loved him as a player, he was crazy. And he was a toxic teammate and all that stuff. But Randy Ayers never got another look in the NBA. Chris Finch is getting a look in the NBA. All these other guys have gotten a look as a head coach. He never did after that because they said, well, that was just too bad. And he said, I don't want to be a head coach. I'll just be an assistant. That that ruined Randy Ayers from ever being a head coach in the NBA. And that's too bad. What's Randy doing now? I think he's still on an NBA bench somewhere. Or maybe he just retired. I know his name. Well, he's an, he is an assistant with the Suns. Yeah, okay. And look at that. Yeah. Suns are one of the best teams in the NBA. All right. This is what he does. He goes and, and he's usually like one of the top assistants on a really good team, but he has rarely, if ever, been offered or taken a job to be a head coach again after that Sixers experience, and that's too bad. I had forgotten, you know, because Randy had some good years. Oh, yeah. At Ohio State, right? Of course. Unfortunately, those were his first three years. At Ohio no, State. It, the, the wheels fell off after that. Well, you are exactly you know, right. First year, 17 and 13, went to the tournament. What year was that? 89. Right. Okay. So, yes, he was right there. Wait, that, those first three years, I want to say those were all Jimmy Jackson years, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. And then yeah. 90, 90, 91, the next year, they were 27 and 4. Yeah. They won the, won the conference, went to the Sweet 16, 91, 92. 26 and 6, won the conference, went to the Elite Eight. Then after that, 15 and 13, NIT. Didn't get out of the first round of the NIT. Then it was 13 and 16, 6 and 22 in 94, 95, uh, 10 and 17 in 95, 96, and 10 and 17 in 96, 97. I want to say that it was either. Like right, right there at the end, that part you're talking about, that was when Ohio State had a bunch of issues with guys getting kicked off the team, and there were there were a couple guys that got busted, like Jamie Bosley for breaking into a car on campus. You're and right, then, you're exactly like, right. All that all that era is what the end of his career was. But then he's gone to the NBA. This guy's just a good basketball coach, man. Sometimes you may not be the best at getting everyone to buy into your college basketball system. And that's okay. It's a different world, right? But the NBA, you're dealing with pros. You're showing them how to go from being an elite player to possibly a champion. That's, that's the difference maker you're looking for. So he, I do think he was a really good basketball coach. Unfortunately, maybe not as good with, you know, everything that college basketball requires, but he's been a great coach in the NBA. I'm sad. He hasn't gotten more looks as a head coach. We, uh, we have a lot of listeners that weren't even born when Randy Ayers was coaching at Ohio state. So we provided you with a little history lesson today. That's Let's right. do an abbreviated rundown. Common man and T-bones. The rundown. The rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger commitment. Best cars. Best people peace of mind jackets lose to the ducks in a shootout last night so you got a point you've got the next five on the road the next one is seattle your first look at the kraken's new arena of course they were here so we'll see how the jackets do with five on the road they have not been good on the road they've lost five in a row vikings beat the steelers last night it was the 12th time this season the vikings have played in a one possession game and they've played 13 games. So just one game has not been a one-possession game for the Vikings. Yeah, and it didn't look like it was going to be a one-possession game. It looked like they were going to run away with it for three quarters, and then the Steelers woke up, showed up, started making some plays. But I I enjoyed watching Chase Claypool make an idiot out of himself. Which he did. I mean, right. he, 
this guy, you you said it earlier in your spot on, he has all the talent in the world. No question he can be one of the best receivers in the league. But he had a chance there late in the game. He made a nice play on a fourth and one, got the first down, but they have no timeouts and the clock is running and he decided to do a little celebration. And then that caused a delay in getting the snap in and it probably cost them five or six seconds and maybe that's an extra play or even two in the NFL. And we'll never know if that changed the outcome of that game, but that's something that the Steelers always are talked about as not doing and not making those mental errors, but they make them just like everybody else. Jim Harbaugh with a major award today, named AP Coach of the Year. And I continue to read more pieces about how Jim Harbaugh is awesome and Michigan's so smart for sticking with him. And Yeah, all right, congratulations. Won the Big Ten, beat the Buckeyes. I've been told by many of you that this makes it more fun when Michigan's good. I saw Aiden Hutchinson say today, because he's in New York for the Heisman ceremony, college football's just better when Michigan's good. I'm having a great time. Oh, yeah, I'm having a blast. All I know is this. Don't be afraid, Buckeye fans, to admit when you were wrong. I used to be someone who said, oh, no, I want Michigan to be good because it's good for the rivalry and it's good for the... And then I realized the Buckeyes can beat a pathetic Michigan team and still get to the national championship. It does not matter. I realized it in the App State game when Michigan lost to Appalachian State, and I found myself uncontrollably laughing. I said, oh, no, this is bad for the Buckeyes because Michigan looks bad. This is embarrassing for the Big Ten. And I realized in that moment, I don't care if it's bad for the Big Ten or if it's bad for Michigan. I want them to suck every year. I hope they lose every game. And I hope more of you see it my way now. The Rundown. The Rundown. College football video games may be a thing again. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that I-70 westbound at Miller. The exit ramp is still blocked due to police activity. Please avoid this area if possible. And an accident still blocks the left lane of I-70 westbound at West Broad Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Sullivan Avenue. Emergency crews on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. If you are a listener... Of the weekend show, Common Man and T-Bone Weekend, special time tomorrow, 9 to 11. Ooh. One hour early because we have early Buckeye basketball. Buckeyes in Wisconsin tomorrow, pregame coverage starts at 11. Now, if you just listen to it via podcast, nothing changes for you. It'll yeah. be right there for It'll you. It'll be there 
like normal for you. Love the fact that we're getting some early Buckeye basketball. That's that's always a favorite of you mine. You like the nooner? I you know what I'm a big fan of because I guess maybe it reminds me of like when I played as a kid. Oh, and, look and at he, you, Uncle Rico. No, like there's a thing about Saturday basketball at noon. The gym feels different. The vibe is different. And so, like, I like seeing college teams do that and not wait until the evening to play these games. This will be a fun atmosphere. I like the big, you know, usually it's a big CBS or Fox type of atmosphere. That's good. I'd like to point out that the Buckeyes played a 9 o'clock tip against Towson this week. They now have a big conference opponent that is ranked in Wisconsin that they'll play at noon. I think they should have played the Towson game also at noon on a weekday. Fine with me. You know what? <laughs> you you may get more people there. You're you're businessman special. Absolutely. Let's do that. Why not? Uh, I saw this today. Now, I guess we had seen this before, and I forgot that EA Sports announced that they're going to develop another college football game. It's been away for a long time. We have not had any updates on that until today. Brandon Marcello, Marcello, whatever, of 24-7 Sports reports, EA Sports is aiming to launch its new college football video game in the summer of 2023. So, not anytime soon. 18 months left to, to go till we get college football video games back. That's good. Well, EA Sports did come out after this report and say there is no date. So, all right. You know, we're not ready to put a date on it, but... Whatever. Yeah. I, I'm believing Brandon Marcello Marcello. Did you see the uh, conflicting reports about the Oregon head coaching job? No. So this has just been in the last hour or so. Chip Towers. Chip. Chip. Who, my guy. I don't know. Whatever. Chip Towers, who writes for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Pretty big newspaper. They have a you know decent-sized reporting staff, you would think, to be able to break a story like this. They say that Georgia defensive coordinator Dan Lanning will be leaving to take the Oregon head coaching job. All right, that's big news. Yeah, they reported this uh, about an hour ago or so. And so part of that negotiation, they said, was what's going to happen with his status with the bowl game, well, with the bowl game, with the playoff game, right? They they are in the hunt for a national championship, theoretically. So will he stay around through all that? Would Oregon wait for all that? Or what happens? Then I have seen Adam Rittenberg tweet this. I have seen, I want to say Bruce Feldman was also, there were multiple people tweeting and saying that report, we are, our sources are telling us that report is not true or, or it's not, the deal is not done. So is Chip Kelly out at Oregon, like not in the running for that job anymore, or is he still in the running? Just something to keep an eye on as you head into your weekend. You may find out that Oregon does have a new head coach by the time tonight ends you may not but it's been kind of a little ride here in the last hour or so so keep an eye on it sports on tv still a thing i saw this tweet today 95 of the top 100 telecasts on linear tv which means tv (laughs) which means like regular tv not netflix regular tv have been sports related the most ever on record so 95 out of the top 100 shows For comparison, let's go back to 2011, 10 whole years ago, all right? Mm -hmm. It was, instead of 95, which it is in 2021, sports made up 51 of the top 100 telecasts. That's craziness. Entertainment shows made up 45. Uh, Specials, which is the Thanksgiving Day Parade, made up one. 
and award shows made up three. This year, sports, 95, entertainment shows, three. News shows, one, and that was the post-January 6th 60-minute show. Right. Thanksgiving Day Parade, still on this list. Yeah. And award shows, zero. So, three entertainment shows in 2021 in the top 100 shows on television as compared to 10 years ago, 45. I want to say one of those shows, if you have the list there, isn't one of those shows a show that came in after the Super Bowl? It was the... Like the Super Bowl was its lead in. I don't have that information. I, I'm pretty, you're probably right. I'm pretty sure of those shows that you're talking about. One of them it was well they got a bump from the Super Bowl, and so that's that's incredible. Well, I was talking to somebody about this for the show, and they said, "Well, does that say more about sports or entertainment?" And I said, "Well, I think it's it's a combination of a lot of things. First of all, sports continues to grow, and these numbers continue to grow on linear slash terrestrial television, but." You know, entertainment shows have, the networks have dropped the ball on entertainment. They also have lots more competition for your entertainment eyes. I mean, it's not like people aren't watching those types of shows. They're just not watching them on traditional television. They're watching on streaming services. And while we had streaming services in 2011, it's nowhere near the level that we have it now. They weren't investing in original programming like they were now, 10 years ago. You would go there and watch movies. That's pretty much what it was good for. Well, imagine if a show like The Mandalorian, which was a big hit, obviously, the last couple of years. Imagine if that had been on regular tell like say fox had put that out you know what i mean that would that one of those episodes maybe the finale or the debut would have definitely made this list i would think something like that would have been in the top 100 because it's star wars it's on network tv a lot of people would watch that but instead it was on disney plus and so that's how people watched well you know it's it's really interesting and i'm not saying they shouldn't do it this way they know what what business how it works for them but you know it used to be you've got a disney property you would put it on ABC because you own the network. Sure. Right? And now there's not even a question. If Disney has a hot movie or a hot show, where are they putting it? It's not on ABC. Yeah. Disney Plus. Dude, the Champions League games, these, you know, from a soccer standpoint, it, it doesn't get much better than that other than the World Cup. Those are some of the biggest games that are played every year. Paramount Plus has been putting all, or CBS, right? They own the rights to all that. They've been putting all these games on Paramount Plus. None of them on CBS or maybe one on CBS Sports Network. They're putting almost all of them on Paramount Plus. Now, when we get closer to the finals, they'll probably put that on big boy CBS. But yeah, everyone's going to put it on streaming. So a lot of these networks, in a way, are even admitting defeat and just saying, yeah, we get it. We can't compete with any of that. We'll just put it all on streaming and charge people for it. That's how we'll make our money. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still causing heavy delays on I-71 southbound after Morse Road. It is blocking the two left lanes. Crews have cleared from the left lane on northbound I-71, but traffic is still stop and go in this area. Plan on some heavy backups for quite some time. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, 
Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or conradsosu.com. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Uh, Zach says, my guys. <laughs> Excuse me. My tool of the week is the weather. I'm a landscaper and was hoping for rain today, like it said all week, only to come down to the day and it's going to rain right when I'm off. No three-day weekend for me. Sorry, Zach. That's too bad. Uh, Michael says my tool of the week is Chase Claypool for his first down flaunting that cost the Steelers another play while down in the fourth quarter last night. Hashtag Chase Claytool. I like that. We got a lot of Chase Claypool tools. Uh, I like this one from Donald. My tool of the week is Rimmer. Please put name dropping with Jeff Rimmer up for a vote. We put... We put Bone of Education up for a vote. Do you want to see it come back? And you guys said yes, but he says about the Rimmer segment, his name drops are like the equivalent of a student seeing a teacher out in public and talking about it. Let's change it to, let's jack it with the Rimmer, do as you will. I, I, don't, think that's a bad, I don't think that's a bad name at all. In fact, if they want to use that for next year's slogan for the jackets, go right ahead. Uh, Ultra DD Chief says my guys excuse me t-bone is a tool of the week in advance for his performance as a chili cook-off judge and then he quotes what you would be saying sorry all these chilies have more than one half a jalapeno too hot disqualified (laughs) that's fair that's fine i i love chili though so i don't mind a spicy chili i may not eat the whole bowl of it but as far as the taste goes, yeah, I can enjoy a spicy chili. Well, you probably shouldn't eat the whole bowl of it because you, you don't want to fill yourself up well, that's, on one chili. That's what, yeah, that's my point is when you judge a chili contest, and I've done this before. I've done many of them. The spice is not what I usually get frustrated about. I usually get frustrated that there's you know some some type of taste missing that you usually get. Maybe not enough cumin in, this, you know, in the chili. Cumin. Something like that might yeah. be something that I get mad about. Are there uh, are there rules to this? Can people put beans in the chili, or is it no beans? I'm How not. Is- I'm not setting any rules. I just your chili has to. I am more concerned about thickness, consistency. You like, you like viscosity. Yeah, I'm not a big like. If you're going to serve me beef stew, that's fine. That's also delicious, and I might enjoy your dish. It's just not chili. All right. Bombi seventy says, "My guys, ain't nobody got time for that." My tool of the week is the four wheeler driver which is trucker term for car, Hmm. in the 1989 Hoopty Chevy Cavalier plastic on window who cut me off in my big rig, only to catch up with you a few hours later face down in the weeds on Groveport Road. You'll learn to respect us truckers next time. What? All right. Yeah. All right. Then he crawled down in the ditch and killed him. I got a little dark. I'm not going to lie. 
Snagglepuss, says my guys. He's the senior hurler. My tool of the week are cat fancy drivers. That is code for old people. All of them. I'm not telling you to speed or drive erratic, but you, if you can't hit the speed limit in a residential area, time has passed you by. Stay mm. at home. Other than entitlement, you prove nothing to no one. I mean, I do. I I agree that they are tools. I also will say there are times where I see people on the road who I can tell are elderly, and they're going, you know, very slow. And I and I sometimes you get a look in their eyes, and they're terrified, like they're. That's right, but you know what, though? You should have a family member that takes the keys away That's, from you. Yes, exactly right. I'm saying I feel bad for that person in that moment, but it also is annoying when you are trying to get somewhere and that's part of the reason you're getting slowed up. Actually, today I had a situation where I was, you know, turning left on a green, right? So I'm in the middle of this left turn lane. Yep. I've moved up and the car in front of me starts to go. I have more than enough time to go before the next car is coming so i start going too except the person in front of me is a million years old yep. they are taking this turn so slow i start to get panicked like i'm gonna get t-boned in the middle of the intersection because this other person is turning so slowly i know some it's it's a it's a scary feeling when that happens bub says my guys who is your daddy and what does he do Tool of the Week is Jeff Hardy for walking into the audience and leaving in the middle of a live WWE match. He was fired a few days later. Rumor is he's back on drugs. Oh. Well, it's good to good to spread those rumors, I guess. Well, Teddy started that rumor. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, of course he does. Is that in in Teddy's dirt sheets? Is that yes, where you go? You exactly call his 900 right. number and you can get that info? Uh, Justin says, I nominate C.J. Stroud for Tool of the Week for him not making excuses to make an excuse. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he was making an excuse, no, but I, I understand why people read it that way. Totally. Um, Eric says, "My guys, that's right, boy." <laughs> that is a throwback. You, you missed it. I wonder if he's still alive. My tools of the week goes to the two people who walked into Chick Fil A that felt the need to talk on the phone with their speaker on while they waited for their food. Do the right thing. Put the phone up to your ear. No, man, those people are so important, right? Everybody else just living in their world. That's what I love about people like that. Yeah. I've We're never... just little offbeat characters in their play. I was in I was in a store the other day, and there was a guy on his earpiece. So it wasn't a speaker situation, but he was talking as if he was like in his car or in a room by himself. And he's walking down the aisle pushing a cart, and he's like, Yeah, I had to run into the store. I had to pick up some coffee. Don't look like there's much here. The selection's kind of crap at this store. There's a guy in my way. I gotta wait for him to get out of the way. And I'm this like, guy's I'm really like, fat with I'm a like, ginger beard. I, I'm the guy in your way. I didn't know that the selection was poor here. I will get out of your way. I'd like thinking in my head, like, I am so sorry that I have interrupted you, but what a weird thing to do. Why do you do that? Just stop talking. Go into the place, get your stuff, and get back on your phone. All right, pick a winner. Uh, a lot of good ones today. I'm gonna go with Donald for calling out Rimmer. Yes. There you go, Donald. gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. The song of the day. One of my favorite bands ever, Collective Soul. The song is called Precious Declaration from 1996. It only peaked at number 65 on the Billboard Hot 100, but number one on the mainstream rock chart. It was the lead single from their third album called Discipline Breakdown. 
And even though Bone, their second album, went triple platinum, yeah, the band was involved in a lawsuit with their former manager, had no money, and had to record this album in an isolated cabin in Georgia. Really? Yes! Did Maybe. you know it? I'm dropping knowledge on you. I had you. no idea they recorded this in a cabin. Collective Soul is still active. They still release new music. Some of it of varying quality, but they're still around. They'll do some stuff for you. Ed Rowland's got to be pushing 60. Hey, man. My guy. People like him still, so. I like him still. I'm saying. If I you're still getting, buy their stuff. You're getting work. You're getting people to come out and see you on, on tour. Go for it. Let them live. Do you they, have a favorite Collective Soul song? Not necessarily. I mean, I, I, I'm trying. The try, answer is, this, just say this, this one. This one is it. Mike. The one this that we're playing right now. The one that's on the air. Well, what's the other? Uh, is Shine, isn't that like their, that's yes, one of their that's other the, that's huge the hits. That's the we play. Right. Yeah, right, During exactly. Girl. I mean, that's that's my other one that I would go with. But sure, this All is right. a great one, too. All right, that's enough of this. I got to be I gotta be honest with you. I celebrate their entire catalog. As do I. Much like Michael Bolton. Mm-mm-mm. So good. You know, back when we were a music station on 97.1, they, they came in to the station. Did you get to meet? I did. I, I discussed things with him. What did, a nice what did, conversation. What uh, did he did he take this as like? Wow, it's really cool that there's a fan here. Or was he like, oh, no? He was a, he was a very very nice guy. Well, that's good to know. We had a good conversation. I did like the typical fan thing because that first album, by the way, called Hints, Allegations, and Things Left Unsaid, where Shine appears. Yes, that was supposed to be just like a collection of demos, but. Really? The label liked it so much, they're like, okay, we're going to release it like it is. And he was saying, no, I don't like the sound quality on this. They were demos. Like, nope, too bad. We're releasing it. That's incredible. Yeah. And so if you look, listen back to it, it doesn't sound very good. And I asked him and I said, if you don't like it, why don't you go back and re-record it? And he said, you know, it's a good idea. But you know what? It's been almost 20 years and he hasn't done it. So not that good of an not. idea. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. How did he react when you offered to let him sleep with your wife? Because I know that's what you like to do. He whenever took me there's up a... on the offer. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> this is your way of showing affection is you're like, we want to have sex with my wife? That's just your thing. That's it why would... when I look at my daughter, she just says, yeah. <laughs> Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on Route 315 southbound after Route 161. An accident still blocking the shoulder. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 270. And you'll find the exit ramp has reopened on I-70 westbound at Miller. That police activity has cleared, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the best place to listen for everything you're into, from comedy and motivation to popular podcasts and best-selling audiobooks. Right now, take advantage of a special holiday offer and save 60% on your first three months. Learn more and sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Good to see you, boys. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Oh, yeah. How's what the beverage card, Bone? What are you drinking today? Delicious. Uh, lemonade. <laughs> That's all right now. Just some lemonade. Well, I can feel a little rum in it, I hope. Uh, well, maybe. I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. I just, I just was sneezing my head off and... Didn't want to sneeze all over you two or Mike for most of the show and whoever else would be in there eventually. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's it. I'm over here in a different studio. That's all. Can I be honest with you? I'm getting to the point in the week now where I like need a beer bad. Oh, I'm really? craving a beer. Like so I have the, one. I will as soon as I get home, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to eight o'clock. I got some in my fridge Full by my desk. crave right now where I think I would chug a I think, beer I think if there you put is it in an, front of me. I think I have one can of beer at my fridge desk. Go take it. Import or domestic? I don't know. I think it's domestic. There's some There's some uh, local stuff I don't in, care. The, in the main fridge, Timmy, as well, for what it's worth. So. Go have one. You can have one? Sure. You're not going to go out of control? No. I trust you. No, of course not. You know, you and Bone's going to go get you a beer right now. Let's be honest, too. Talk I to mean, Bone. Bone is as big as I am now. I'm a 42 now. I'm huge. It's going to take a lot more than one to what get is, me what, what is this, you're a 42? What does that even mean? What's oh, a Seinfeld line? Forget oh. about it. Okay. I, well, I didn't know. I thought I thought you were actually saying you were a 42 waist, and I was going to say there's no there's no, no, no way no. in hell. Jacket size, 42, oh, okay. 42 long. That's the, uh, Lord. the chest size there. I thought you were trying to pass off that you had gained weight or oh, something. Oh, my God. Which, no. No. Stop it. No, not, not 40. Not a chance at all. I, I am getting gaining weight but i'm not a 42 in the waist yet that yeah. might that might see me in about five or six years by the I'm way not careful there are uh some concerning notes about the browns uh, i just saw this what's going on with them greg newsome added to the injury report did you see why he was added to the injury report and i hear mike is coming back in with a beer he's got it so what do you want me to do you want me to take a sample we'll crack it open to crack it bone okay. brought that in bone thank you bone you're welcome the this is uh, a, uh, IPA. It's, an, it's an India Pale Ale. It's a yeah. juicy ASAP. Oh, those are good. Yeah, from Saucy. Saucy. Those baby. are delicious. All right, there we go. First foray. Crack Enjoy. Mm. Mm. Mike, I was telling him while you were out that the Browns have added rookie corner Greg Newsom to the injury report with a head injury <sighs> after he fell during practice today. But the most Browns part of this story is he fell on the final play of practice and suffered what appears to be a concussion. So he is in the protocol for this weekend so we'll see if he can play yeah how's that brew Mm, it's good it's very good it's very nice of you he actually just walked down the studio halls is that in the mini fridge no that was the the big fridge fridge. oh big fridge yeah i got the mini fridge over there you got the mini fridge when we got the nice like we have a clean stainless steel big fridge you still don't want to put your stuff in there right no i don't share with because of uh, other people yeah yeah it's just for me and Paul Keels. I guess I get oh, that. I, oh, and you give Paul has fridge access. Paul, Paul has Paul everything Keels. access. Well, of course. I know of it's Paul Keels. 
Paul can have a kidney from me if he wants it. (laughs) By the way, Mike, I forgot to tell you about an ultimate must-be-nice moment that occurred last night. I was walking out after the show. I ended up sticking around a little bit because I had an appearance. Oh, don't you And do I this. walked outside. Oh, no. I walked outside no. because Ted stayed after to run the Buckeye show for half an hour. It was a little jacket shorty, half hour. So they came out, Timmy, Ted, and myself. And I said, you know, I'll leave when you guys leave. I'll walk out with you. Nice bone last night. So we walk out. We're talking. And all of a sudden, I see there's a couple cars in the parking lot that are started and running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I looked and I Must said, nice. oh, wow, you both have starters on the car. Must be nice. Must I'm, be nice. I'm going to go get in my little icebox yeah. of a car that's been sitting out here. I'm going to Fred Flintstone my way up the freeway because apparently I can't. I don't have that type of money where you can get an automatic starter ahead of time. To which I replied, well, when I'm not, you know, buying land out northwest of town and (laughs) using all my assets up there, I can't afford a bigger house. So I spring the extra thousand dollars or whatever into the total price of a car and Uh get the remote start. Because it's worth it. It is a beautiful feature. Bone bought land? Bones, I didn't buy. I don't have a land donor. He's up in. He owns half the town up in Marysville. We, you and I own this twice. Up in the. He's moved twice since he got to Marysville. I saw one of his houses. And I was like, wow, this is great. Not he made good enough it. for Bone. You got though. a driveway, a two car sell garage. It, sell it. I couldn't even make it back to that house before he's in a new one. We do Upgrade. have. We do have a. We do have a three car garage oh. now. So. <laughs> Go you can build your own remote start. <laughs> That's afternoon show money right there. Oh, man. I have How is failed. this turning into a must be nice I, on me? I'm such a failure. That's a must be nice on you and Ted. That's what I know. What uh, What's coming up on the Buckeye show tonight? Joey Lane is sitting out there. Great former Buckeye basketball player. I just saw him out there. Yeah, I saw him out there. He's a I Chicago felt bad. Guy I didn't too. have a like beer you? for him. Yeah, that's the last one. No, there's there's some more in there. Oh, okay. Well, then he can just go wild. He can just go hog wild here for two hours. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> right. So set him up right here. Yeah, we'll talk about this Buckeye basketball game against Wisconsin tomorrow. Noon tip-off, so it's not going to be too long before they're playing over there at Value City Arena. We'll keep you up to speed on what's going on with the hockey series tonight. And C.J. Stroud is in New York City. Heisman ceremony is tomorrow night. That's the third straight Buckeye quarterback to be a finalist. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page, let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, I had just had some thoughts because I I had seen Lonzo Ball doing well. He He is with the Bulls this year, and he is playing very well to start the season. And LaMelo Ball has had a great rookie year last year and is now in his second year playing well with the Chalehone. Chalehone. And, of course, you know who owns Chalehone is Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I th- I had had thoughts last week after watching the two of those guys play and, you know, two out of three sons get into the league and playing well in the league. I said, you know, maybe LeVar Ball was right. Maybe we jump the shark a little bit on criticizing that guy. Maybe, maybe in fact, he did know what he was talking about. And then there are some new quotes out today that make me realize, nope, I think we were right all along. LeVar Ball was asked if LaMelo asks his team owner, Michael Jordan, for any advice. Seems like a reasonable question. <laughs> yeah. His answer was, why would he ask him for advice? He hasn't won a championship in two decades. What does he know about the modern game? Man. 
The need, Jordan's advice, says LeVar Ball. Well, LeVar said he could beat Michael Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure LeVar's better than Michael in every single way. Mm-hmm. Intellectually, basketball skills, Absolutely. basketball knowledge, saying, every way. As you pointed out yesterday, I tend to default into empathy. And I was like, well, don't, don't do that with LeVar Ball. <laughs> no, right, you're right. And I, and I instantly regretted it with after seeing that comment today. So there you go. Buckeye shows up next. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend Come Your Way comes comes your way that too tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 or right in your podcast feed when you wake up in the morning we'll see you on monday have a good weekend common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the logan ac and heat services traffic center good evening still watching an accident blocking the shoulder of route 315 southbound after route 161 traffic is still stop and go in this area please be very careful as things continue to clear and lane avenue between north star road and carmack road that is still closed for repair work please avoid if possible Traffic Report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Connect has custom packing materials, shipping supplies, and services. Now buy one, get one free on select premium shipping supplies, plus get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Supplies offer ends on the 19th. UPS offer ends on January 1st, in-store only. Have a great weekend. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. A Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The fan. Hey, common man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I, don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a, Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. 
a fat white guy. There's bald. No, there are other it? white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it OK where it is now? Because oh, I just fine want, now. OK, good. I yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat. Soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 